Hey there, and welcome to the devotional. I'm Walter, the dyslexic bilingual hillbilly and pastor of the Rhine River Baptist Church. Today is Wednesday, May 31st, 2023, and today is our 147th devotional. And today we're seeing how Christ was about the Father's business in his teaching to us. And we're looking at how Christ has been magnifying the law. And uh, we've made it up to Matthew chapter 5, verse 33. And this one goes down to about verse 37. He's talking about uh, a particular uh, thing here. He's talking about how we should um, be careful with our words. Uh, Matthew chapter 5, verse 33 says this. Again, ye have heard that it hath been said by them of old time, Thou shalt not forswear thyself shall perform unto the Lord thine oaths. Uh, you go on down to verse 34. It says, But I say unto you, swear not at all, neither by heaven, for it is God's throne, then 35, nor by the earth, for it is his footstool, neither by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king, verse 36, neither shalt thou swear by thy head, because thou canst not make one hair white or black verse 37 but let your communication be yea yea nay nay for whatsoever is more than these cometh of evil and as we look at this um there have been a lot of uh people have who have taken this verse and used this to say that we should not uh, make oaths uh, we shouldn't swear by anything uh even so far as to uh, when you go into the military, I know when I went in, uh, I had to uh, take an oath and say that I would defend the Constitution of the United States. Uh, and so I took that oath. Um, and I know when I was doing jury duty, uh, we had to swear that we would uh, do certain things and uh, act in a certain way and we wouldn't talk about certain things outside the courtroom. Uh, it was just an interesting uh, event, but we had to raise our right hand and swear. And, and so as we look at this, um, there have been lots of people who have taken this verse, this part of communication, and say that we shouldn't do those kind of things. Um, I tend to believe that that's taking it a little bit too far, but what was Christ meaning when he told us, um, that we need to uh, not forswear ourselves, uh, not make oaths. Um, what does it mean to forswear yourself or to take an oath like this? Well, back in Christ's day, it appears that they would uh, make an oath saying uh, that something is true, and I swear that it's true on, let's say, uh, the temple. Um <laughs> If you swear by the temple, it's nothing. But if you swear by the gold in the temple, then you're obligated. Uh, that That's how nitpicky they got with their swearing and different things. And they would do that to try to add weight to the words that they were saying, to try to help have people believe what they were saying. Um, but in Leviticus chapter 19, verse 12, it says this, And ye shall not swear by my name falsely, neither shalt thou profane the name of thy God. I am the Lord. Um, so God was not wanting, he wanted them to not use his name in a vain way. 
Uh, and it references back to Exodus chapter 20, verse 7, the Ten Commandments here. It says, Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. So I think this is, uh, when I look at this and I start diving into this, it helps me to understand that um, every word that we say, when we start to speak, is being judged by God. We're going to have to give an account for every word that we say that comes out of our mouth. And if we, uh, they believed that the Jews were, I, I hate to say this word, but it, it, it seems true to me. They were silly in the way they did things. They didn't use common sense. They would swear and say, I swear by uh, heaven that I am telling the truth here, or I swear by this, that uh, if you remember the, the movie Fiddler on the Roof, uh, uh, one person tries to sell another person a horse, and I swear it's this, and, and they get into a big argument because one person is lying and the other one uh, realizes it, and but they're swearing by something. And it, it's interesting that um, they would try to manipulate people by their swearing and try to add weight to their words by their swearing when it's obvious that just the very fact that they're having to swear by something else meant that they were not trustworthy in the first place. And that's, it, it seems uh, odd, but uh, if they had always told the truth, then there wouldn't have been any question of whether they should swear or not, or whether they should, uh, I claim by heaven that it's this. Um, some other uh, things uh, that I thought were interesting with it in, in the taking of oaths, you find in Acts chapter 23, verse 12, that there were a certain group of men uh, that had uh, sworn uh, under a curse, the Bible tells us there that they wouldn't eat until they eat or drink until they had killed uh, the Apostle Paul. Uh, obviously, they didn't do it. And my question is always so, what happened to them? What happened to those men that had put themselves under a curse? Um, then you find another one of these oaths that was taken, or a, uh, 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 yeah an oath in Judges chapter 11, verse 30, um, where uh, you have one of the judges uh, that makes an oath that whatever comes out of his house first, he'll offer to the Lord if the Lord will help him in a battle. And so it was a, uh, uh, a an, he didn't think about his oath before he, he said it. And, and it seems um, that um, he was just trying to do this as a show before everyone else. And it, it's something very similar to what Saul would do when he would tell people to fast and have everybody fast before they would go into a battle, uh, trying to show how spiritual they were. And he wasn't spiritual at, at all. And, and so Christ here is trying to put weight into our words and trying to help us to understand that our words are very, very important. We are going to have to answer for every word that we speak. And he goes on to say that let your yea be yea and your nay be nay. Uh, whatever you say, do it and do it right. And whatever you 
Uh, if you say something is true, then it ought to be true. And if you say something is not true, then it ought not be true. And I think in our day and age, we have uh, gotten so used to lies being told around us, about us, uh, and we've forgotten that um, the Bible tells us that if we'll know the truth, we shall know the truth, and the truth shall set us free. Uh, part of our problem is we're dealing in lies all the time in our day and age that uh, uh, almost, to say, the sky can be uh, a different color than what it is, or grass is, is a different color than what it is. And don't believe your eyes because you can't trust them. Believe me is what we're being told by the media sometimes. And I, I'm reminded that Christ wanted us to be, uh, to have gracious words. Uh, we find in Ephesians chapter four, verse uh, 29, it says that our communi communication should be should edify and give grace to those that hear. Um, so is that what is going on with our communication? Is it edifying people? Is it giving grace to people? Or are we trying to deceive somebody with the words that we're using? Then you go on to Colossians chapter 4, verse 5. It tells us to let our speech be seasoned with salt. Um, and what is that referring to? Well, um, salt was back in Leviticus chapter uh, 2, verse 13. Uh, salt was supposed to be added to every meat offering. And it's as if Paul is telling us here that every word that you speak is an offering before God. Well, why is that? Well, um, if you look back at what Christ was saying back in um, Matthew chapter, um, chapter 5, he was telling us that um, that heaven is the throne of God and that the earth is his footstool. If heaven is the throne of God and the earth is his footstool, then we are in the courtroom of God every day of our lives. Everything that comes out of our mouth is spoken in the courtroom of God, and we ought to pay attention to it. And our speech ought to be something that if it's seasoned with salt, it ought to be something that's flavorful, something that causes people to stop and think or uh, admire that what has been said. That's what salt does. It doesn't, it, if you use too much salt, yes, it overpowers the food, but if you use the right amount, it should stop. It should make you stop and, and enjoy the, the food that you're eating a little bit better. Uh, salt also helps with healing and it also helps to make us thirsty to crave after uh, water uh, so our speech should be something that would heal people and it should make them crave after the word of god which is uh, the water of the word the bible tells us so um, when christ uses this analogy and, and tells us that our speech uh, we need to be very careful and let our yay be yay and our yay nay be nay. Um, he is adding to the law or magnifying the law to help us understand that every word that we speak is important and will be judged by God. So think about how you speak before others. So I hope that's a help to you. And until the next time, auf Wiedersehen.